Hello, movie fans. Welcome to another episode of Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Tyrone Powell. This is my brother, Tyson. Hello. Today, we showed a spotlight on Francis Ford Coppola's masterpiece. What do you think that would be, Tyson? It would be The Godfather. That's right. The story of the Corleones. And then we begin with a novel by Mario Puzo about the Sicilian crime family. The, the novel goes on to do very, very well. Number one for many, many weeks. Oh. And of course, Hollywood came a running. Who was going to be the first to? Get this movie. Was it going to be Paramount, Warner Brothers? Who? Well, Paramount made Puzo an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> and so that became a studio that was going to distribute it. Now here comes the hard part. Who's going to direct it? That's always a tricky thing because... We are talking about a story about an Italian family. Do you get a American director to make it? Or yeah. you get uh, an Italian to direct it. And I think it, it's, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. It really and is. And there's nothing racist about it. No. So, Francis Ford Coppola, a filmmaker based out of San Francisco, Wrote the screenplay to Patton. Wow. That's right. Learn something new every day. Well, that's the type of information you get. Mm -hmm. The movie spotlight. Ha, cha, cha, cha. No, um, so Paramount went to Coppola to see if he would not only direct, but help Puzo adapt it. And he said no. Really? Yes, but at the time, though, his uh, Zoe Trope uh, film uh, company wasn't doing so hot, and so then he had uh, second thoughts, and he said, okay, let me, uh, <laughs> not being so stubborn here, about the films that he makes, you know, he's being stubborn about the films that he makes. Da, 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 da. So, okay, now, well, the hard part's still not over because you gotta find people to, you gotta find actors and actresses to fill these parts. And the big question remained who was gonna play the Don? It was Marlon Brando. Well, you know, Brando's reputation wasn't all that great as far as working with him, so. They thought about Sinatra, Ernest Borgnine, Rod Steiger. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> but then Francis said, let's go talk to Marlon. Let's see at least if we can have go talk to him. And if he says no, then we'll know that we tried. At least he tried. Yes, uh, I'm going to talk to Marla. He obviously said yes. Mm, yeah. After, I assume, is 
because he, at the time, wasn't really all that hot. He had had a string of misses, and he was, you know, he himself was trying to get back on top. And so Marlon, he said yes, and he even had an idea at the meeting of how he wanted to look. You wanted him to look like a bulldog. That's right. And in the book, Vito gets shot in the neck. Well, that was the point of the raspy voice. Because he got shot in the neck. That's right. So. I'm just getting an education right now. Now we got Don Vito on, on board. Now who's going to play Michael? <laughs> See, this is where sometimes a producer can talk without really knowing anything. Some producers are saying they wanted Robert Refford. Um, and he said, well, those Italians, uh, blonde hair and blue eyes, but the Corleones are Sicilians. Exactly. They have black hair, brown eyes, and brownish skin right. because the Moors raped the women. Mm. That's right. So, no, he's not getting it. <laughs> and he was a big name at the time. I mean, Robert I, I don't blame him for that, but he doesn't look like a Corleone, right? right? So then he found his little puppy-eyed Italian actor, theater actor, who was known for his explosions. And he, a couple of had seen Pacino in a couple of plays before he made up his mind. But then once he saw him, that was it. He's Michael. But then again, the studio. And he wanted James Kahn, who he went to uh, Hofstra with and uh, worked with a couple of years before. He had worked with James Kahn and Robert Duvall, so he knew he wanted them. But the studio wasn't sold on Pacino. So now we're going to test James Kahn for Michael. I mean, not even looking at through it, my eyes, haven't seen the movie as many times as I have. <laughs> when I watched the test on the DVD, it just didn't look right. That's not Michael, that's funny. Right. You know, hindsight, you know, it's, it's what it is, but it really, I mean... James Conn was sunny. Absolutely. Come on now. So then, and at the same time, we were testing De Niro, young Robert De Niro, who had just came off banging the drum slowly. Got some acclaim for that. Yeah, this is before he even worked with Scorsese and Mean Streets the first time. It was so. That, but De Niro's test, they loved it, but. It wasn't what Francis was going for, which is kind of funny because then he'll go on to play the young Vito and win the Oscar for it. This is chess. It ain't checkers. Mm. <laughs> so, well, I mean, be clear. He goes on to play the young Vito in part two in the flashback sequences. Okay. Exactly. Okay, you got it. I didn't say he played young Vito in part one. I didn't say that. So I had to... You know, I have to check myself before I wreck yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, John Cazal plays Fredo. 
I can do things. I'm smart. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor Fredo. But, man, John Cazal, he did a great job. He did. And Tyler Shire plays Connie. She's Francis Ford Coppola's sister, but her name was changed when she got married. That's how that goes. Okay. And Robert Duvall was brought in to play Tom Hagen. But he doesn't have his Texas that sent in this movie because he's playing a New York German Jew who is the counselor. Okay. So, principal photography was able to start once everybody was, as I said, chess pieces were put into place. And principal photography started. Pacino wasn't getting out the box that good. You know, he was acting a little timid. And Francis was like, what happened to the guys on stage? <laughs> you know, and... Why Why was he acting timid? I guess it was just Brando and the whole thing. He knew how big it was. <laughs> this oh. was a star turn, you know? Oh. You get there, you're just like, oh, man. <laughs> but they were never going to fire him because you only have so much a lot of time to make 1971 New York look like 1945 and, and into the 50s. Right. So we <laughs> gotta pick it up, Pacino. Right. And <laughs> he picked it up all right. He said it was the scene where he kills Salazzo and McCluskey. Then it got back to the studios and the dailies that, okay, he's going to be all right. Hmm. And the scene where Sonny gets ambushed at the toll booth, James Kahn said it was in one take. I was like, really? I read that in the uh, Godfather 25th anniversary book I have. He said it was one take. I, I would prefer if I was in his position with the squibs. Yeah. Just get it over with. Right. Everybody act accordingly. And according to him, the squibs and everything went off right. Exactly. That's the first take. He was like, let's just Let's just get this over Set with. It right, and it just happened to work. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean, what... Then Coppola and those artists were able to make it was a masterpiece, and it goes on to win Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Brando, and he sends that Native American woman there to decline the Oscar. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Pacino, Robert Duvall, and James Conwell all nominated for Best Supporting, and none of them won. Yeah. And so, yeah. Now, we'll get into our favorite bits and parts of the film here. It starts off at Connie's wedding. She's marrying, oh, God, what the fuck is her name? Carlos. Carlos. Right. Dun, 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 dun. And Johnny Fontaine shows up. He needs to talk to the Godfather. He needs a uh, 
Wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> Favor. And Michael arrives with Connie, and Sonny's running around beating up people and having sex with his sister's uh, maids of honor. And it's <laughs> pretty much uh, setting the scene about who these people are. Yeah, it's very, very good job. Just that was the thing about old school storytelling. Right. The pace. It's like the mood was slow, <laughs> but the pace of the of the yeah. story told you what you needed. That's a great point, Tyson. That's exactly right. <laughs> and one of my favorite parts of the, is when, well, when Sonny beat up Carlo for hitting Connie, but it's like. It's like, wow, dude, you, you're pretty brazen to have done that. You know who Sonny is, and you know he'll put his foot in your ass, and that's exactly what he did. But before we talk about our favorite parts here, and what was one of your favorite scenes? Well, one of my favorite scenes is um, ultimately my, my favorite scene became – like it was like the start of my favorite moments in the movie when Michael settled all of the family debts, right, and uh, whacked all those other uh, mm-hmm. people that were threatening his family. Yeah, I um, I think that scene is probably has been uh, mimicked a lot in different movies, and I know The Simpsons did it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's been one of the most mimic movies ever. And it is a masterpiece. One of my favorite scenes, too, is when uh, Michael kills Swazo and McCluskey. Now, they, they patted him down, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I know you're going to do that. So Clemenza can have the gun planted there for Exactly. Then I can kill them both myself. <laughs> what are you going to do? Nice little college kid, huh? Didn't want to get mixed up in the family business? Now you want to gun down a cop? Why? Because he slaps you in the face a little bit, huh? What do you think it's like the army? You're shooting from out. Well, you got to get close to popping your bloody brains over your nice army league suit. But Michael had killed before. Right. That was what Sonny was saying was that was war across the way while you hiding in your um foxhole. He said, Can you get up up close? Boom, you know? Apparently he can. Yeah, well he did. And but Vito, who had gotten uh you know, shot, and shot five times, he's still alive. That's what Salazar punk ass said. Um so you know, the dying comes out of the hospital, gets out of the hospital, brother, and they, he's laying in bed. He's like, where's Michael? They're all like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, Michael's the only one that could have even gotten close because Sonny couldn't get close. <laughs> he was scared of Sonny to right. kill him. Oh, so that really went against his plans. He had plans, you know. Yeah, for Michael. 
But Michael, he told Kay when he told him, told her the story about Johnny Fontaine and how he's eating old my father. Well, when Johnny was young, he was signed to a contract with his big band leader. And as his fame grew, Johnny wanted to get out of it. And my father wanted to go talk to this band leader, and he said no. So then he went to go see the band leader again the next day, only this time with Luca Brasi. And within an hour, he was released on a certified check of $1,000. In case said, how did he get to do that? My father assured him that either his brains or his signature would be on the contract. Luca Brasi held a gun up to his head, and my father assured him <laughs> that either his brains or the signature would be on the contract. Well, that's my family. That's not me. Well, well, you know. Turns out that you, you're the most evil one. Mm. <laughs> and he was insisting because he had to hide out for killing the crooked cop and the gangster. So then he meets Apollonia. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so then he falls in love. He got forgot all about Kay. <laughs> I guess every kiss doesn't begin with Kay. Ha, 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 ha. Like I said, Sonny gets ambushed at the uh, phone booth. Then the Don down in Sicily tells Michael... Your brother is dead. And Michael swears revenge with that look in his face. He didn't have to say it. So I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him back. So then he, he live in that world. You got to expect the worst. And one of the people that was with Michael, supposed to be one of his bodyguards, was a bomb in the car meant for him that kills Apollonia. Yeah, that's a shame. So then, after Sonny's murder, the Don set calls for truce in the end to the war. That's when he finds out who started. Who, who tried to have him killed and then eventually had Sonny killed. It was Barzini. Barzini's the one that'll know that without being told. You mean Titalia? Titalia's a pimp. He could have never a false Santino. But I didn't know to this day that it was Barzini all along. <laughs> yeah. Interesting fact, Brando never calls him Sonny. It's Always Santino. Oh, yeah. So then, Michael becomes the head of the family, reluctant to his old man and broke his heart, but that's the way that cookie crumbled. Right. <laughs> and he tells Tom, you're not my counselor. My father is. He goes to Vegas and buys a share of Mo Green. He buys him out. <laughs> and in the day, you know, Michael learned to, you know, let them get comfortable. Let years pass. 
Mm. Make sure they're still alive, though, when we do it. Then <laughs> he said his son, uh, not his sons, his nephew's christening. That's when black folks, when we get baptized, that's what the Catholics call christening. And it's the same day he's going to settle all the family debts. That's right. And you see Barzini get killed, Titalia get killed. Mo Green, they shoot him in the eye, right through the glasses while he was getting massaged. Mm-hmm. So you, satisfying. Oh, man. And Mo Green had been uh, physical with Fredo when they sent him out west to uh, you know, look after the interest in Vegas. They said, man, you know, don't you ever put your hands on my uh, brother, dude. Shit. And there's a foreshadowing to when uh, Fredo took Mo's side. It's Michael Phil here took Mo's side. He said, don't you ever take sides against the family again, ever. Well, I guess Fredo is just a knucklehead we thought he was because exactly. that's what he did. And we'll get to that late in a later show. Oh, we definitely talking about part two. Because, yeah, it's one of my favorite performances in that movie by Robert De Niro. We're going to get into that, but, man, Michael is settling all the family debts today. You can run, but you cannot hide, Carlos. He really thought. Yeah, he thought. He was going to get away with that. He gave him some tickets. I'm not going to make my sister widow. You out of the family. That's your punishment. <laughs> yeah, but it's a funny thing when uh, Peter Clemenza is sitting behind you. <laughs> but unfortunately, Peter Tessio, not Peter Tessio, Tessio <laughs> got uh was the traitor, just like his old man predicted. And Michael said it's actually the better deal. Tessio was always smarter than Clemenza. Tessio <laughs> so, turns to Tom and says, can you get me out of this for just for old time's sake? Said, I can't do it. Sal yeah, his name was Salvatore Tessio. Yeah, they called him Sal. And we see Carlo getting choked to death. And then we see Michael. He's walking slow. You can hear his feet shuffling in the rocks. The rocks that were in the, uh, dr the driveway. That was for Sonny and for Connie. Yeah, <laughs> the hell you think you effing with, man? Then we see Michael getting sworn in. Yeah, he's uh, that man kisses his uh, hand and he, Don Corleone. That's what Clemenza says, Don Corleone. And we see Kay, the one he told that he was going to be like. A man like his father, and that was his family, and that ain't me. She's in there looking as sad as she could be. And then we fade to black. 
Oh, man. They don't make them like this anymore. Oh, no. They, they don't. <sighs> but like I said, man, this was... Uh, this is one of my favorite movies because, you know, Daddy really liked this movie and shit, he loved this movie. It's, uh, just to think this movie will be 50 years old in two years, it's... Wow. Yeah, you can say that again. And the people that broke from this movie, you know, Pacino, Duvall, and James Caan, and John Cazale. John Cazal was in Godfather 1 and 2, The Conversation, Dog Day Afternoon, and The Deer Hunter. Five of the best movies in the 70s. Awesome. In his short life. No other actor can boast that type of streak. No. Man, so. And Tyler Shire was in Rocky Moon. She played Adrian, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, man. And Mario, uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola is going on to make great films. Godfather 1 and 2, The Conversation, Apocalypse Now. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> so, yep, has been the movie Spotlight. Francis Ford Coppola's masterpiece. Starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, James Caan, Tyler Shire, John Cazal. 1972, The Godfather. This has been the movie Spotlight. We'll see you next time. Peace.